the Golden Knights are champions for the first time in franchise history. The Nuggets are NBA champions for the first time in franchise history. We break down all the games and we break down what's going on with the Blue Jays. Is there any news in Pittsburgh? We also are bringing back what you should and shouldn't do when you're at any sporting event. Time for the show to get started. This is Sports for Beginners, and it starts right now. Welcome to Sports for Beginners, where we discuss our favorite sports teams, sports media, and sometimes other important topics needed for an athlete to stay in the game. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and it's time for this show to take flight. Nuggets 108, Heat 95. The Denver Nuggets take game number four. So that they did not take game number five, they took game number four. Oh, no, sorry. They did take game number five. Okay, regardless. Nuggets, 94. Heat, 89. So the Miami Heat lost game five of the NBA Finals. And before we get down to that as well as getting down to the 9-3 Vegas Golden Knights win over the Florida Panthers. We are going to recap the week. I am, of course, your host, Scott McGregor. A big welcome to our listeners in Canada, whether you are Joining us from Ontario, Quebec, Nova, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and of course, British Columbia. If you're joining us in the States from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or anywhere else, you are welcome as well as any of those of you who are tuning in around the world. This is Sports for Beginners, the podcast, and I am your host, Scott McGregor, joined as always by my co-host, Ali and Thomas. They are both hosts of All Over the Map and On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Ali is also a co-host 
on Spicy Techie, which is a podcast he does in part with Sienna T, who is also the owner. I do believe I will get clarification from Ali on this when we talk to him. Of Sienna T Radio, which has tons of great content, tons, tons of great content. I haven't been able to listen to them, but I'm sure if you've listened to them, to the content, you have enjoyed yourself. And I kind of want to get in on the fun. To today's show, before we get to the week, today we are going to do two game recaps of each game five from the NHL and the NBA, starting in the NBA. And we're rounding out the show with the Blue Jays getting set to take on the Miami Marlins tonight at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch Jays Talk with Shoal Lee on Sportsnet 590 The Fan right after the game. And Ben Wagner or whoever is going to be calling this game on the radio, will be giving the call on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. So, we are also bringing back what you should and shouldn't do when you're at any sporting event, including a hockey arena, a baseball field, A football field, etc. As for my week, my week was great. I had a great Father's Day. Uh, also, got a chance to try to catch up as far as I could with many locked on podcast network. Shows including Locked On, NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs, who are the hosts of Locked On Bills and Locked On Dolphins. I also checked in to Locked On Raptors, Locked On Penguins. Locked on Sports Today, which I'm going to be getting to as soon as I wrap up getting through my co-host Thomas's episodes that have dropped on Saturday. And also I've got a fifth quarter to listen to, Cats and the Argonauts. We'll figure out what the final was in the first game that the Argos played. I also had a chance to read a few 
books. Just one in particular this week, and it's written by a close friend of mine who you may have heard on Thomas's podcast when he did another edition of The Working Environment. The book I'm talking about is called My Father's Secret. And although I haven't finished it, the first chapter is really, really good. And if you like podcasts that will talk about books and things like that, I strongly suggest you go check out AMI Audio Book Review. Hosted by Kelly, sorry, not Kelly, Ramia Amathan. Ramia and Kelly, regardless, I am a big fan of your your work. I try to keep up with your show. And actually, at the timing of our recording, which is right now 1.30 p.m. Eastern, we were actually supposed to start this show at 2 p.m., but that's okay. That is when Kelly and Ramya can be heard on AMI-TV and AMI-audio. AMI stands for Accessible Media Inc. So if you are scrolling through Accessible Media Inc. television, make sure you are glued to that TV because two hours of nonstop fun is coming up on AMI-TV at 2 p.m. Great conversations as well. They are also available wherever you listen to your podcast. So please feel free to check out Kelly and Rumia. Available right now. Wherever you listen to your podcast. For this week on the program, we are talking NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Final, and we are talking, yes, we are talking Blue Jays, and of course we're going to do Things you should and shouldn't do when you're at the ballpark or any sporting event for that matter. That segment returns, and that will be later in the show. Coming up after this quick break that we are going to take, we are going to bring you the recap of Game 5. Between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. And as we go to break here, I want to say congratulations to both teams, Denver and Miami. On a beautiful, beautiful season. 
honestly, it didn't, or obviously it didn't end well for Miami, but for Denver, I mean, 47 seasons for you to grab your first NBA title? Wow. It took the Raptors a few years, but not 47, to grab their first NBA title. And as many of you may remember, that happened back in 2019, if I have that correct. You can all check that out just to correct me if I'm wrong. But anyways... The Raptors, when they had their title, they had guys like Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, and so many more. Big shout out to Kawhi Leonard and, of course, Kyle Lowry, because both of them were a part of that team. And if you don't believe me, I'm pretty sure Locked On Raptors has an episode or two around that timeline. I'm pretty sure they should have an episode. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, our first of two recaps of postseason action in the leadoff, which is next. You're you're listening to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We will be right back after this word from all over the map. And please remember to check out HTTPS colon slash slash allytechgroup.wordpress.com for the latest updates on new episodes and, of course, any announcements and updates. Once again, please visit https colon slash slash allytechgroup.wordpress.com for all the latest on all over the map. We will be right back. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections.
Welcome back, everybody, to Sports for Beginners, the podcast, where we discuss our favorite sports teams, sports media, and important topics needed for an athlete to stay in the game. Needed for an athlete to stay in the game. I am your host, Scott McGregor, joined by my co-hosts, Ali and Thomas McGregor. So Ali Musa and Thomas McGregor. They are hosts of All Over the Map. And Ali also is a co-host on Spicy Techie. Thomas is a co-host on this podcast, and he is the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Episodes for his Catch-Up Saturday that were post-game shows were just dropped last Saturday. And also a big happy Father's Day welcome to all of you. I know it's a little late, but it was Father's Day weekend. So I just wanted to let everyone know in case it hasn't happened yet. Happy Father's Day to all of you. On to the leadoff, which is why we are getting going here. And our leadoff is our first. Yes, our first recap of postseason action. Denver Nuggets 94, Miami Heat 89. Denver winning the series in five games. By a final series score of four games to one. So my goodness, Denver. How are you feeling right now, Nuggets Nation? Let's take a look at our line score here. Before I give my thoughts here, I don't want to go too far up here. And we actually are going to hear from we are going to hear a little bit of post game that we can get um specifically we're going to hear from and shout out to kitchener ontario shout out to jamal murray jamal if you're listening to this welcome welcome to the program and congratulations on your first NBA title. NBA title. All right. So our Lions score here. 420. 24 shots for the Heat. Sorry, 24 points for the Heat were... Shot in the first quarter. So Heat with 24, the Nuggets with 22. Ooh, Nuggets down by two. Nuggets down by two shots after the first quarter. 
Then the Nuggets get another 22 point in the second quarter. The Heat with 27 in the second quarter. Things might be going the Heat's way. But at the half, at the half, things kind of went in the wrong direction. Or the Heat. The Heat with 20 points in the third quarter out of the half. 26 points for the Nuggets out of the half in the third. And the Nuggets would only score 24 points in the fourth quarter. So the Nuggets would win this one 94 to 98 because the final tally for the Miami Heat in a violent effort, a violent effort, a a viable effort, I should say. I want to make sure I'm not being biased or anything like that. Any, anyways, a great effort by the Miami Heat. I'll leave it at that. A great effort by the Miami Heat. They would score 18 points in the fourth quarter. To make up our final score, once again, Nuggets 94, Heat. 89. So once again, Nuggets with 94 points at the end of the game. And the Heat had 89. 89 points for the Heat. For the Nuggets, they had 94. Very, very competitive game. Competitive. Let's take a look at where the score was after. Actually, I should say at the half. So let's go down, 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 down. Okay. So, at the end of half number one, or in this case, at the end of the first quarter, Miami Me had 24 points. Denver trailed by two. At the half? The Nuggets still trail. They trail 51 to 44 at the end of the first half. 
but then the Nuggets come alive. And after three quarters of basketball, where did we stand? After three quarters of basketball, where did we stand? Let's see. The Nuggets and the Heat and the Heat were really even at the end of the third quarter after three quarters it was Miami 71 Denver 70 wow we are we're that close it's like a uh, a point game And then the Nuggets win out the fourth quarter by the final score we we were telling you about and have been telling you about, 94-89. You know what? Slice it however you want. Slice it however you want. I feel this was a really, really competitive game. This was a really, really competitive game. Like, a really competitive game. This was a really, really competitive game. So, Miami, the season ends in disappointment, but you got to give yourself some credit. Like, the fact that you made it 89-94 instead of 90, what it probably would have been if you had no points. That's pretty competitive. Like, like, like how much did you lose by, let me find out. Wow, five. You guys only lost that game by five points. So, specifically speaking, you would have needed a three pointer and then possible a two, a two. You would have needed like a, a slam dunk or anything in the paint. But losing by five 
I have to tell you, and I don't play a lot of basketball, but I would much rather if I if I knew I was going to lose, I would much rather lose by five than lose by a whole bunch more. I would I would just much rather it. I I I don't know how to put it. You know what? I act, I promised you we're going to hear from somebody. And you know what? Let's hear from Denver. Let's hear. From the man I just shouted out earlier. Let's hear from. Can you hear my phone? Let's hear from the Kitchener, Ontario native himself. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear from Jamal Murray. We'll hear from Jamal Murray, take a quick break, and come back with our next edition, with our next recap. Denver winning it and winning their first title. In 47 seasons, 47 seasons. They win the game in 47, 47 seasons. Here's Jamal after the contest. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Kitchener native, Ontarian himself, Jamal Murray. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's good? Let's get these questions going, man. All right, Tanya here, second row on the left. Tanya Ganguly, New York Times. Jamal, when Lisa started asking you about your journey over the last couple of years over on the stage, the crowd went nuts and you started getting tears in your eyes. What were you thinking about in that moment? Um, it was it was really hard to put into words, still is. Um <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't even hold it in. You know, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't really hold it in. It was just a surreal moment and everything was hitting, you know what I'm saying? Like everything was hitting at once from the journey to the celebration with the guys to, um, enjoying the moment to, uh, looking back on, on the rehab, looking back as myself as a kid, as the other viewer, you know what I'm saying? Looking from the crowd in or from the camera lens in and now we was looking back at them, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it was it was a lot. I I couldn't I couldn't hold it in. Um, it was just something I've been working for my whole life. I think Mike said it, uh, Porter. You know, it is everybody, every real hooper, you know, wants to be on this stage and playing the game and um, be in this moment. So, um, see a full circle. You know, going from a rehab 
um not being able to walk up the stairs like not just for a month or two you know what i'm saying it was for a, it was for a long time and um a lot of different things going through my head a lot of tears a lot of blood sweat and tears um and, and real ones um like i said just see a full circle and uh have total belief in myself have team have total belief in me people back home have total belief in me uh that's all i could ever ask for and just to see like this is All right, check out the full interview with Jamal Murray, the Kitchener native, on the NBA app, wherever you can download it on Google Play or from the App Store. That's just a bit of Jamal Murray's press conference. It was 90. It was about nine minutes, excuse me, not 90. It was nine minutes and 45 seconds. But that's just a bit of Jamal Murray. Jamal? I honestly, I honestly want to get you on here. Like, I really want to talk. I want to talk to you, Jamal. Like, I really do. I mean, Listening to your press conference after this game, I got to say, how were you able to pull off all of the big stuff you had to deal with, especially when you're going up against guys like Jimmy Butler, Kyle Love, Bombay Abadeu, Sorry if I pronounce your last name wrong. Uh, Bombay. Even if I, even if I pronounce, oh, sorry, Bam. Bam, I. I don't know if I'll pronounce your name right, but anyways, Jamal, you're going up against guys like Kyle Love, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Chris Martin, and all these different great guys on a team like the Miami Heat. And yet, you've got guys like Jokovic, like Djokovic, yourself, and, and you got so many other guys. Oh, sorry, Djokovic there, the guy that was going over, that was a guy on your uh, opponent in the Miami Heat. But you've got Jack, you've got guys like Jackson. you got guys like Porter Jr. 
you got you got so many other good guys just like Miami does. And for you guys to pull this off, I'm just ecstatic for Denver right now. Michael Porter Jr. alongside Jamal Murray, Nikolai Jokic. Apologies if I am pronouncing anyone's name wrong. Apologies in advance. We will see if we can get things going further down the line. My God. Actually, let me rephrase that. My goodness. All around, it was a great year for every team. And when we come back, I'm going to give some more praises. And why? Well, first of all, six seasons since coming into the league and having guys like Pittsburgh's flower in Marc-Andre Fleury or other guys that Pittsburgh had like Teddy Bluger. And my God, can't believe I'm saying this, but Jonathan Marshall Salt gets the Con Smith Trophy. We're talking about them on the other side. But as we go to break, breaking news that broke out on June 14th, so it's a little old right now. Jason Spezza is joining Kyle Dubas in Pittsburgh. You'll hear a lot of my conversation if I join Thomas on his Tuesday pod, which might drop next week, but will be recorded tomorrow on Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. Spezza hired as assistant general manager of Penguins. Well, yeah, he is. But who is the general manager? Well, well, we know that he is. We know that he, we know that Jason is the assistant general manager. And we know that Kyle Dubas is the president of hockey operations for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But what we don't know, and at least what we know right now, what we know right now is Kyle is the interim GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he is their new hockey operations president, president of hockey operations. So if the Penguins do hire a GM, who's it going to be? Or are they, you know what, Penguins Nation, I, I want I want your thoughts on this. So let me know right now 
as you're listening to this podcast, if you are listening, what you think if the Penguins go and hire a GM after Kyle Dubas is done in July as the interim general manager. Let me know what you think. My question for you is, do the Penguins need a GM? Or can Kyle handle being the president of hockey operations and the GM? Let me know. So again, my question is, can Kyle Dubas handle being the president of hockey operations and the GM? Let me know. When we come back, more hockey talk. We're talking Stanley Cup Game 5 Finals. Once again, the final score of Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Denver, 94. Miami, 89. And we're talking Miami Marlins and Toronto Blue Jays. Right after our break that will come in. After we talk, Golden Knights and Florida Panthers. To be clear, we're talking Vegas Golden Knights and Florida Panthers. You heard from Jamal Murray. And you know what? Sending us to break. Why not? Let's hear a little bit. Just a bit, just a smidge. From their head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Let's hear from head coach of the Denver Nuggets, Mike Milano. Mike? We're going to hear from you. And if you're listening to this, just like Jamal Murray might be listening to this, congratulations on your first ever NBA title as head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Enjoy this because now you have to think. How are we going to make this continuous? Because come next season, you're the defending champions. You've got to defend your championship. We are taking a little bit of time here to get to Mike Milano. So you know what? 
we are just going to take our break. And when we come back, we're talking Stanley Cup Finals. And if we are able to get some post-game reaction, we may hear from a player or two after this game. Both of these teams, Golden Knights and the Nuggets, I know the I know the party is pretty much probably already started, but let's get this show on the road. I mean, congratulations once again to both of you. An incredible year for both teams. An incredible year for your opponents, too. And we wish the best of luck to... Or sorry, we, we wish our... We give our best wishes to Matthew Kachuk, who was unable to play in game number five of the Stanley Cup Finals. Matthew, I'm thinking of you and your brother and your family. After not being able to play in Game 5. We talk about Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final right after this break. And a word from Take Another Look. We are back right after this. Stay tuned. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as The Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke's adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. are Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. Six years in the making. Six seasons in the making, excuse me. And the Golden Knights. 
our Stanley Cup champion. Congratulations. Congratulations, Golden Knights. Congratulations, Knights Nation. Vegas, you know how to throw a party, first of all. And you know what? I kind of wish I had, but I didn't reach out. I kind of wish I had the host of Locked On VGK, which is the short form for Vegas Golden Knights. I kind of wish I had the host of Locked On Vegas Golden Knights on my podcast. So if you're listening, welcome to our program, but I would love to have you on. So please reach out via the email, which is Sports for Beginners Podcast 8231 at gmail.com. Again, that's Sports for Beginners Podcast 8231 at gmail.com. And it's all one word. So basically, the Golden Knights. Vegas, I don't know. I don't know how you are feeling right now, but I guarantee you the night after game five on the Monday ended in the ended the NBA finals and crowned the Denver Nuggets champions. Can you believe that it was just last night? I mean, now it's a couple of nights ago, but it was just last night when Vegas and Florida were about to play. Last night was the Denver Nuggets night to end the season, and they did so. Winning again the final score, Denver 94 Miami 89 and my goodness Vegas you guys put on a show and one notable one notable here I'm actually going to bring up a highlight here one notable man that was a part of that show put it put in the empty netter as his hat trick in that game so I'm going to show you I'm going to actually well we won't show you, but I will play via audio. We, I'm going to play for you this man that I'm speaking of. And you know what? It's episode 20 of the Sports for Beginners podcast. I, I probably should have mentioned it. And it's episode 20 of the second season. Of the podcast, but my God, Mark Stone, 
give this guy the puck. A shorthanded goal, get Vegas on the board. Then the next time this guy's up, Vegas is up four to one. And he puts in a snapshot to make it five to one. Later, seven to three, he does it again into the empty net this time. Wow. What? Let's bring this on. Let's bring this on. And the guys that called this game, all credit going to CBC. And, of course, those that were broadcasting this game in the United States, as well as Sportsnet for the audio. But here is, we're going to start with his, we're going to actually show you his first goal, which was a shorthanded goal. So let's show you the opening goal of game five. Welcome to Scotiabank Girls Hockey Fest. You girls are going to have a really great future. After this ad, after this ad, beg pardon there for me. We'll show it after the ad. So as we continue here, 9-3 the final. We're going to give you the three stars in just a moment. All right, here we go. Here is, and it was 35 seconds. Wow. Stone strikes first. With a short-handed goal. A shorty. A shorty to open up game five. Interesting. Here you go. Here are are the guys that called this game on TNT. Welcome to Social Bank Girls Hockey Fest. You girls are going to have a really great future. We're running this again, but my, but my God, my God, how did, how did you not stop Mark Stone? Okay, we're back. So let's bring that back to you. And again, here are the here are the guys who called the game, just in case you couldn't hear it. Here are the guys that called the game on TNT.
The elevation. Hello. Mark Stone. Wait, wait. Looked like he was going to pass it to Chandler Stevenson. He waits. And he waits. And then he fires it in the net. And that, by the way, is Barbashev scoring a goal in tight. This is actually when it is 6-1 Vegas. But my God. Just listening, just listening to that, I'm like, let's not waste any more time. So Golden Knights led by two at the end of the first period. The Florida Panthers get one in the second period of play. So after 40 minutes, it is Vegas six, Florida one. And then we all know how it ended. We all know how it ended. After 60 minutes, it was Golden Knights. Nine, Florida, three. I mean, again, a really good game by everybody. We're not really doing a lot of our post-game stuff that we do normally, but for this one, we will bring you, we will bring you As I share my screen, if I can, that is. Okay. Need to allow that. Okay. All right, well, you know what? We're actually just going to play it. We're going to play it. We're not going to share the screen. We're not going to share the screen. I'll figure that out, but here you go. Here you go, everybody. Here's one of our post-game segments that we are going to use for the Stanley Cup Final. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. And we welcome everyone back. That is our three stars introduction. And who are the three stars? 
of this game. Well, very deservingly at number one, it is number 61 of the Vegas Golden Knights, Mark Stone. And right behind him at number nine, the former Buffalo Sabre is number nine of the Golden Knights, and he is the second star. It's Jack Eichel. And your third star. He may have been number three in your heart, but today he is number one in your memory of this game. It's number 23, defenseman Alec Martinez. Alec Martinez is your third star. The Golden Knights and the Panthers each have a power play and they do not capitalize. That's okay. But it's kind of something where you're like, wait a second. If we go on the power play, we should be able to capitalize because that's our because that's our man advantage. Well, they don't capitalize, but it doesn't hurt. The Golden Knights. The goaltenders were, of course, Sergei Bobrovsky, making 23 saves on 30 on 31 shots. So, yes, 23 saves on 31 shots for Sergei Bobrovsky. And for Aiden Hill, Aiden Hill, he stopped 32 of 35 Florida Panthers shots. 35 stops, sorry, 32 stops on 35 shots. Wow. I mean, wow. Shots on goal per period, Golden Knights 11. In the first, the Panthers had eight shots on goal. Panthers would grab six on six shots on goal. The Panthers had eight shots on goal in the first. Six in the second. The Golden Knights 
went from 11 shots on goal in the first period to 14 shots on goal in the second period. And then they cool down in the third, grabbing seven shots. All on goal. Meanwhile, the Panthers, and rightfully so, considering they were down, score a total of 21 shots in the third. 21 shots on goal in the third for the Panthers. The only penalties in this game were Aaron Ackwad for Aaron Eggblad for interference at 7.53 in the first period. And then Keegan Kolasar went at 10 minutes and 38 seconds for interference as well. Interesting. Both these guys at different times in the game, in the first period rather, both go to the box for the same penalty. Interesting. All right. When we come back, after this short break, we are talking Blue Jays road trip. Plus, we are talking Blue Jays and Marlins. And before we get down to the business of talking Blue Jays and Marlins, we are going to have our what you should and shouldn't do at any sporting event. And I've got a little surprise for you as to who is going to be the voice you hear after I introduce a little bit more about what about how this segment works. That is all still to come. Plus, I do want to remind you that our chat with the one and only Hunter Hoodies 
of Locked On Penguins is out now and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Hunter will be stopping in too all over the map to discuss that's right discuss Kyle Dubas I wonder what Ali and Hunter are going to talk about regarding Hunter sorry regarding Kyle Dubas Today, Ali is joined in studio by Stephen. Excuse me. He, yeah, he is joined by Steve Peckin. Not Stephen, Steve Peckin, who is the host of the agenda on TVO. Tomorrow, Dave McCarthy, host of the Sunday Brunch on NHL Network Radio, will stop by the studio for a sports chat. And then this Friday, this Friday, right after a special edition of All Over the Map and Spicy Techie, called the All Over the Map and Spicy Techie Summer Bash, which is happening this Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. Within the virtual studio. On Friday, June 23rd, this Friday, Hunter Hoodies will be in the All Over the Map studio to talk Kyle Dubas joining the Penguins. I wonder what's going to happen there. Kyle Dubas joining the Penguins. Definitely make sure that you are subscribed so that you never miss the episodes when they become available. I'm looking forward to this. And I'm actually looking forward to a really, really good conversation coming up in July on Monday. July the 10th. As Ben Shulman. Ben Shulman. Joins Allie to talk Blue Jays. And by the way, Ben is on the Blue Jays radio broadcast, which some of you may remember. Tom Cheek. And of course, who could forget Jerry Howard? And the rest of those guys who were on it before. 
they were the original voice of the Blue Jays, but since then, Ben Shulman has stepped on. We've had Ben Wagner. And so many other great guys. All right. Rounding out the show with what you should and shouldn't do at the ballpark or any sporting event for that matter. And we're rounding out with Blue Jays talk. Yes, we're talking Blue Jays right after this break. And a word from all over the map. And on the ice and behind the benches. Stay with us. There's more great conversation coming up. When we return, we're going back to the baseball diamond. How are the Blue Jays doing? What does the AL wild card look like? And what you should and shouldn't do at any sporting event. That segment returns. It's coming up next. We'll be right back. looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com season of sports for beginners the podcast just give me one second here i i am your host scott mcgregor oh (laughs) well now we have a different background here okay there we go so 
I am your host, Scott McGregor. It's time to talk Blue Jays. And specifically, we are talking. Yes, we are talking. We are talking. What you should and shouldn't do at any sporting event. Before we get into it, we are going to talk Jays, but before we get into any of it, let's actually hear a little voice that I think many of you may know. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my special treat as we kick off this final segment with what you should and shouldn't do at any sporting event, say baseball. Here's the manager currently of your Toronto Blue Jays with some things to keep in mind that we'll touch on after the recording. When you're at the Rogers Center. Hey fans, I'm your manager, John Schneider, and I want you to have a great time at the game. Here are the rules. No smoking. Please, drink responsibly. We care. Yes, yes. The most important thing 
is to enjoy the baseball game. But there are a few things that you must and absolutely must, must, must know. And one of them, John touched on earlier, or he touched on in the recording. Hopefully you guys can, you guys could hear that. If you couldn't, we're going to, we're going to play it one more time. We're going to play it one more time. Uh, we don't necessarily have time to, sh or we don't necessarily have the, the chance to share my screen, but that's okay. We don't need to. We'll play it one more time. But before we do, one of the big things that John touched on, and he touches on every time you're down and you're down at the Rogers Center, as we are going to welcome in our co-host, Thomas McGregor. He's coming into the studio now. One of the big things that John touched on is do not interfere. Do not interfere. This is a big, big, big thing for you guys to know. Now, a lot of you who might be listening to this show may have been at Roger Center and have heard John Schneider say this. Well, okay. But here are a couple of other don't, do's and don'ts you should know. For example, when you're at Rogers Center and you're outside, that would be a good time to, to do your smoking or whatever it is you do. But please note that smoking or vaping or any kind of whatever you do is not permitted anywhere in the stadium. And should you refuse to comply with the policies, you may be denied entry to the game. We're bringing on our co-host Thomas McGregor right now. So Thomas, as I wrap this segment up here of the do's and don'ts, I first of all want to say welcome to the show. We're glad to have you back here in the studio. And as we get closer to the All-Star break, I want to talk to you about, before we get into the Blue Jays, I want to talk to you about the wild card. And of course, the division. But let's start with the, let's start with the wild card here, because that's where a lot of people, especially on Jay's talk, they've been going to a lot. So when we look at the wild card here, and I don't, and I'm not going to share my screen here, but uh, when we look at the wild card, the Blue Jays are within a playoff spot, but they are half a game out of the wild card which is currently held by the Baltimore Orioles and the LA Angels have dropped the Los Angeles Angels. They have gone ahead of the Houston Astros. So they are in a wild card spot right now. The Yankees and the Astros are right are right there with them, though. So when you look at it here, 
as a Blue Jays fan, I just want to ask you, where do you think the odds stand for our, for our team as we go into playing the, as we go into playing a team like the Miami Marlins? What are your thoughts? As we go into playing a team like the Miami Marlins. I've got really no thoughts here, um, to be perfectly honest with you. On this, uh, I do see a bit of a slight change happening with said team. I can't really break it up for you right now, though. That's okay. Actually, as we look at it here, the Miami Marlins are in the wild card. They are in the National League wild card, which is currently led in leaders by the Milwaukee Brewers, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Atlanta Braves. The Milwaukee Brewers currently lead the Central, but the Pittsburgh Pirates, who right now are are out of contention, it looks like, are trying to get a little bit back to Milwaukee. Because for the moment, before Milwaukee took over, the Pirates were leading the Central in the National League. The Diamondbacks and the Braves are leading the West and the East in the National League. And alongside the Toronto Blue Jays opponent tonight, and for the next few days, until Friday when they come home to play the worst team in the American League, in the Oakland A's, The San Francisco 49, sorry, not 49ers, the San Francisco Giants. I was almost going to say football there, but football, by the way, is on the is on the horizon. We got a new season coming soon. Uh, the L.A. Dodgers are also in a wild card spot. So let's talk about this, actually, Thomas. We've gone over the wild card and the, and specifically the American League wild card. The Blue Jays playing Miami before they head home to play Oakland, San Francisco and the Boston Red Sox for the Canada Day weekend, which is here in Canada. And if you listen to us in the States, obviously 
the Blue Jays will be on the road in Chicago on July the 4th. That is the 4th of July. Now, I'm not really going to say anything right now because it's a little early. But we appreciate everyone being here. So, Thomas, the matchup tonight for the the matchup tonight for the Blue Jays is Jose Barrios for the Blue Jays going against Brian Hoeing. When we look at their rec- when we look at the records here, Barrios is seven and four with a three twenty eight ERA, and Hoeing is one and one with a three twelve ERA. What do you, what do you make of the matchup here? Do you think the Jays could win this one? Tonight. Well, what's well, what's well, well, what's the term phrase? The term phrase is always, uh, oh yeah, I was listening to it today on uh, Craig Ballin's uh, Lockdown Blue Jays. The term phrase of this series for the Blue Jays is, you've got Oakland coming up, and you know Oakland's situation as much as everybody in the league knows. Uh, you want to be ready for them when they come to Toronto. So you're thinking, I got to take two or three out of the Marlins because I got to come home thinking I'm very confident I'm going to beat this team and the teams prior to the homestand. But in re- but in actual out but in actuality here. The Blue Jays have been under what's called a scuffling start here. We just got the hound on the mound, Chris Bassett, with some struggles. And uh, obviously, it wasn't a very good homestand up to this mm-hmm. point. I'll ramp about that a little bit more on my end of another Blue Jays game recap. Should there be one? Featuring Chris Bassett on the mound. Yes, Stick and actually we that. we will be doing one. And actually, I I do plan to do one. Heading into the All Star break, so we are going to do one. Following one of the games in the Detroit series before the. Teams hit the all-star break. And by the way, that is wow, it's like just a few weeks away. So to round this out here, the Blue Jays. Since uh, 
taking one out of three against Minnesota. They take one out of three against Baltimore and one out of three against Texas. That being the two to one win in Arlington on Friday night. And the three to one win at Camden Yards on Wednesday evening. Or whenever your first pitch was. Let me ask let me ask the audience this though. As we're recording this, let me ask them this. Um, Blue Jays fans, Oakland fans, coming into Toronto, coming back home. How do you guys think the series are going to go for both teams? And I'd also like to get, if there's any Oakland fans out there, I'd like to get you guys on our show with some voice messages. Tell us what it's like. To be in Oakland when you watch Oakland Athletic Games in Oakland. And a quick reminder that Oakland is as we speak. Yes, they are not in the wild card, anywhere near the wild card. But in the division, they see, even though they are so many games back, They seem to be trying to get games back. They are currently 19 and 55. So, Oakland, I mean, with everything that's going on and the possibility of moving and things like that, I don't know it's, what to say, but I gotta say, but I think uh, the the big thing would be is o- o- Oakland's in a must win season, or the team's gonna change. Yeah, but surprisingly enough, and Oakland fans, you can say whatever you want about this, but surprisingly enough, that hasn't seemed to bother Oakland or the Oakland fan base. Now, some Oakland fans, yes, it's bothered them. But other Oakland fans, they're ready for a change. And to be honest, Scott, any way you look at it, whether this news is reported on our podcast or it's reported on the Fan Morning Show, all the shows that you can find on YouTube, Spotify, whatever the case may be, you can find it on the radio. I think it's pretty clear to say that Oakland deserves a change. Now, do they deserve a change in the team? Maybe not. Maybe they're not ready to say goodbye yet. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Their last homestand, they took two out of three against Tampa Bay. Sorry, two out of four. Where they beat Tampa Bay 4-3 on Monday. On Monday. 
They beat Tampa Bay 2-1 to on Tuesday. Lost 6-3 to on Wednesday. And they lost 3-4. to I should say 4-3, to excuse me. On Thursday. Then they lost their series against Philly. So yeah, I think they're in need for a change. Let us know what you guys think. All right. Back to the Blue Jays, and then we will run back the segment here for things that you should and shouldn't do at a ballpark. So the Blue Jays, as it stands right now, they are going to start Jose Barrios and Yusei Kikuchi. Kikuchi is going to get the start on Tuesday night at 6.40 p.m. in South Beach. And, of course, Barrios is getting the start tonight. So normally, if Alec Manoa wasn't sent down, Thomas, Alec would get the start in the early game. But Alec was sent down to, as we all know, the Florida Complex League. So... Mm -hmm. Do you think this is going to be a bullpen day? Or do you think Kevin Gosman is going to get the start before they head home? No, it's going to be a bullpen day. And here's why. You're going to pitch Gosman on a day that you don't have to use the bullpen. But, guys, girls, We've been saying it. We've been saying it for uh, a while now. And whether or not Gosman does pitch, I don't think it's going to happen. But whether or not he does, I think you could safely say that Come the Rogers Center, Gosman's going to have a day where he's going to pitch. And he's going to have to pitch pretty well, like he has been over the course of this season. Again, stop me if you've heard this before, but um, Kevin and Jeff, shout out to them. They brought out. The fact that it is a long season, and as we approach the all-star break for the MLB, it's getting to the point where you're almost certain 
that maybe this still isn't the year for the Jays. Maybe this is the year where you still are thinking you don't have the team yet. You and I'm not and all you guys that all you guys and girls that think I'm negative. I'm I'm just pointing the obvious out here. The team, the Blue Jays have the right stuff. I believe that on a positive note, they're still contending team. But we have to understand, though, this is the point in the season where you start wondering, okay, we thought we were good at the start of the season. How can we get good? around the second half definitely something to look forward to all right everybody and are we and are and are we change and do we have to change things what do we have to change what what needs to go what doesn't need to go things like that indeed i'll leave it there indeed indeed okay all right, everybody. Well, we are going to wrap this up. So to wrap this up, we are going to bring back our segment that we were doing when Thomas joined us. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, here is the voice of the Toronto Blue Jays. But not the radio voice. Just to be clear, it's actually the manager. And actually, speaking of the radio voice, Scott, now that you said that, I just wanted to give a shout out to John Gibbon as he had the quote unquote legendary Blue Jays broadcaster with him today on his podcast, The Givy Show. Yes, and they have good stuff. They have good stuff, especially the interview segments are brought to you by Tim Hortons, and they are called Gabbing with Giffy. So, shout out to Giffy. It's the legendary voice of the Blue Jays. Mr. Hello, Fred. This is Jerry Howard. So check it out when you get a chance. And Jerry, if you're listening to this, we would love to have you on the podcast. So as I mentioned earlier for Jamal Murray and guys that I mentioned earlier in the podcast today, if you want to get a hold of us, you can send an email to sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Again, that's Sports for Beginners podcast 8231 at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Here is John Schneider with a few things that you need to keep in mind when you're at the ballpark, specifically Roger Center in this case. Hey, fans, I'm your manager, John Schneider, and I want you to have a great time at the game. Here are the rules no smoking. Thank you. 
you will not be able to leave and re-enter the building. A big, big one of the do's is be alert. And, and why is be alert a big one? Well, bats, baseballs, gloves, and so much more can enter fan areas at any given time. During the game. And also, one of the big reasons why do not interfere is a rule at any sporting event is because, first of all, as I mentioned, you could definitely get ejected from the game. But it's also not polite to do. And you definitely, in baseball, you definitely don't want to interfere when the ball was in play. You definitely do not want to interfere when that is, in, when that is happening. All right. Thomas, any other good... Any other good um do's or don'ts that you could pick up that you want to let everyone everybody know about well i mean we've already mentioned a few of them and doing not interfere is very worth noting now i have trouble with this rule as well and not and I'm not saying the do not have fear rule. This is a rule that is unwritten. But remember everyone when you go to the stadiums and the ballparks, you hear the umpire say, Be my eyes and ears on what's going on in the area around you. Fans being disrespectful to the stadium, disrespectful to the teams, and doing whatever it is. I've recently noticed that this, even though this rule is unwritten, I've recently noticed that it can be hard to focus on the game, focus on whatever you're doing if the game is not entertaining to you. I've noticed this being a concern, and whether the MLB looks at it or not, the unwritten rule here is just let's just shut up and listen to the um they are giving you the right to report any suspicious activity that they are not able to take part in or don't have power over. Yes, it will and they want you to help them out by doing this. Report it to a law official. Yes. I wish I had the commercial with us handy at this point, but we don't. 
Now, it's an unwritten rule, but it is a true fact. Yes. And what the umpire and, basically says is... Rump wraps this up. I just want to make a note to on the ice and behind the benches, people. There will be a Tuesday show coming out this Tuesday. As for when other episodes will come out, those are still in the notion of when they'll be ready. However, if you haven't already checked out the previous episode before the bonus content on every catch-up Saturday, please do so. We preview the Stanley Cup Finals for both the NBA and the NHL. And then we got ready. If you haven't already checked the preview out, we previewed how the Stanley Cup playoffs would have gone. And you hear my conversation with Scott and Allie and Hunter Hoodies on a future Pittsburgh Penguin playoff opponent if the Penguins made it this year. That's all I want. All right. So make sure you check that out if you haven't already. It is available on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast feed. And the full interview is available on our podcast feed. And of course, as we wrap this up, I just want to note there what Thomas was saying. The umpire basically will say, that his responsibilities are paying attention during the game. He watches plays and makes important calls. While he's busy watching the game, he needs the fans' help keeping an eye on the stands. So fans, if you see something suspicious, make the right call. And tell a law enforcement official what you are experiencing. Because the umpire can't do anything. He's got to focus on the game and make important calls. Like balls, strikes, and make out calls as well. That's going to do it for episode 20 of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Appreciate everyone listening. Merci beaucoup. And thank you for jumping on to Thomas. Check out All Over the Map this week. On the Monday show, it's Steve Packin. who is into the studio today. Locked on Penguins host. Hunter Hoodies will be in the studio on Friday, June 23rd. 2023. And if you are on the mailing list 
for the summer bath. We look forward to talking with you. Sports, books, so much more. If you are listening to this podcast and tuning in to the next edition of Kelly and Ramya, please enjoy the show. You can check out our podcast right after. Kelly and Ramya is running right now. And Ramya also hosts the AMI audio book review podcast, which had Ali on a recent episode. Check it out wherever you find your podcast. He's Thomas McGregor. I'm Scott McGregor. Thank you so much for joining us. And as we always remind you, it is never goodbye. Take us away, Thomas. It is always until next time. Lots of great content coming for you on the Sports Reuners podcast. But for now, it's time we say our goodbye. So see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And enjoy the summer weather. Yes, enjoy the summer weather. And if you're tuning into the Blue Jays, enjoy Blue Jays versus Marlins. Tonight on Sportsnet and Sportsnet 590 The Fan. That does it for us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>